All right, all right. Well, we are back again for another candid conversation with Sister to Sister Coalition. And I am super, super duper, duper excited to be here. I believe this is episode number five. This is candid conversation number five. And today is a good conversation. We are talking about sales strategies, which is very, very, very key in every business and every industry that you in, you're in to talk about this topic and have some things in mind on what it would take to efficiently attract, connect, and convert your ideal client. So before I get started, just want to introduce myself again. My name is Kimberly. I'm the creative director of Sister Sister Coalition, a platform bringing female entrepreneurs at any stages of their business life cycle to learn from like-minded women and experience specialties and be recognized and acknowledged for all the hard work that it takes to take charge of your future. I'm also a licensed realtor and a motivational coach that helps you understand how to create generational wealth through investing in real estate. So thank you everyone who is signed on to participate in today's candid conversation. So let's get started. So I'm gonna actually do a screen share here and it's gonna go over some things that we're going to initially talk about. So um, I've already done the introduction. So let's move on to our first slide. So when we start talking about sales strategies, sales strategies, the first thing that we want to try to keep in mind is who's our ideal client? A lot of us um, may seem to think that, you know, our product or our service can um, benefit everyone, but that's not necessarily true. So it's important to understand and know who your ideal client. So one of the things is that what we want to keep in mind is I always want to keep always want to keep your ideal client in your mind when creating your business. You want to know who do you serve, why do you serve them? And why do you serve this person and not someone else? Usually your ideal client is some form or form of yourself. Is this true for you and your ideal client? I know it is for me. I know that when I got into um, going into real estate and going into being um, a small business consultant, I wanted to really service the clients, my small business owners, the ones that are really start up, that have to create that foundation and truly understand what it takes to really jumpstart your business. Cause that's where I was at. That's where I was trying to um, get going with myself. So I didn't want to reach the big corporations out there because they're already established. They already know who their ideal client is and things of that nature. Um, and I really knew that um, this was something that I was working on and the research and things that I was doing. So my ideal client was start up businesses from the gate, very, the first step. And it was some form of myself because that's where I was at. That was a lot of research. That was a lot of uh, workshops and things that I was attending and doing to gain more knowledge and understanding of how to jumpstart my own business to leave that nine to five, that corporate world, and now transition into being my own um, business owner. So that is where I came into finding that ideal client. Now, 
um, we do have uh, a few, uh, one sister on with us right now. Uh, Candy, do you want to kind of explain what, because you have a very unique brand, a very unique clothing line. How did you come about dis dis deciding or discovering who your ideal client was? Well, basically, just like you, you do see yourself in it because most people are, have a passion to solve a problem that they themselves have experienced. So um, when I was younger, I'm older now, but when I was younger and I had a large chest area, but my waist was tiny and my arms were tiny. So I couldn't just go into a store and one, buy a dress. I definitely couldn't buy a dress because on top of having a big chest, I'm short. So I'm 5'2", big chest, tiny waist, and so there was really nothing in the store that would fit me. So either I had to take it home, buy something, take it home, and I could say alter it, but it wasn't altering it because I would completely have to take all the seams out and then basically re-sew the garment. So I had to make my own custom clothing. So that's where it started from. And then on the top of that, I have a unique taste. And when I go to look for something, I wasn't quite finding what it was I wanted. You know, the prints that I wanted or the patterns that I wanted or even the colors because I wanted a color that might not be in season that year. You know, so my taste just always differed from what was on the rack. My size always differed from what was on the rack. So I had to learn how to take care of myself. And in that, so many people over the years were like, when are you going to start making things for other people? We really like what you make for yourself, but I can't find that. Well, no, you can't find it because I made it myself. And so after years of people asking me constantly and then other people saying, well, can you at least alter this? And then when I explain to them, well, some of that stuff can't be altered, I'm actually going to have to just make it from scratch. And they're like, well, when will you start doing that? You know, and so that's how I came up with who my ideal client is. My ideal client is anyone looking for something out of the norm. Anyone who's not looking for something that's cookie cutter that you can go to any store and just buy. Absolutely. And you touched on some few things, which we're going to go more or into this as we go further into this conversation is that first I couldn't find clothes that fit my size, my body shape. And then after that, I couldn't find anything that was in season with what I like. And then secondly, it didn't have the taste of flavor that I was looking for. So that took you to a place to say, Hey, let me start making my own. Let me start making my own. And then your client, your ideal client started recognizing that and start seeing that. And now they're asking you to procure more designs and more things. So, and that's it got you to a place to say, okay, hey, let me jumpstart my business. And, you know, that was working for me as well. I had coworkers or even some business clients that I may have been servicing in my nine to five business asking me for advice outside of what that business may have been offering and for me to refer you over to something else or tell you about a product or a service that i'm currently using was like they let me know you need to do this you need to do this on your own why are you here why are you here and you know i'm like and that made me start thinking like, what you're, you're right you know and but i started to understand that these are the people these are my ideal clients these are the people that need me and so, yeah, so it's important to understand that you have to keep your ideal client in mind when it comes to your sales strategies, because they are some form of yourself. They are some form of what got you to a place to say, now I'm ready to move forward and jumpstart my business. So 
Yeah, definitely. So the next thing that we, we want to go over is building that relationship. You want to build a relationship with your client. So now that I've gotten my ideal client, I know who they are and I'm ready to move forward. I have to figure out, wait, how am I going to convert these cold leads or warm referral referrals or someone that's hot and ready to buy? How am I going to actually build a relationship with that client? I don't want, and I tell, and it's always, I use this every single time when I talk to my clients, especially in real estate. Real estate is all about relationship building. This is something that is reoccurring that will always be filtered right back to you, whether they're your past client decides to sell and buy again or want to refer someone. They really do become family. So when going into building that relationship with these leads is having a conversation to understand their need or problem. Your client needs certain information on your product or service, and that's the features and benefits of your business and truly understanding your value. So for me is I have a conversation, especially when it comes into real estate, I, there's a series, series of buyer questions, sell questions that I get into before I even start diving in and talking about any type of homes or loans or anything. I got to understand where are you at right now and where are your plans in the future to move forward? What is the need? What is the problem? What information do you need from me? I don't want to just pour out to you everything that I know. And a lot of in sales, a lot of um, salespeople that are not experienced tend to just pour you out. Oh, I can do this, 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 and this. And they don't even understand what your need, what the client need or problem is, or understand exactly what information or what product service or service do they really need from you. And then on top of that, truly understanding your value, like what do you do for your business? So Candy, kind of explain to me when the client calls you and says, oh my God, I need you to do that. I want, hey, I want you to make me 50 skirts right now. How do you get into a place? Do you just say, okay, boom, I'm about to start working on that right now. I can do this business, have it done in two weeks. Or right, exactly. <laughs> well, obviously, I need some background information. First of all, <laughs> what type of skirts are you looking for? Are you looking for floor length, formal? Are you looking for semi-formal, business casual, casual? You looking for mini skirts? Are you looking for... You know, what kind of fabric are you looking for? I feel in mainly, you know, natural fabric, love 100% cotton. I love African prints. You know, what kind of fabric are you looking for? I need to know if it's something I have on hand, if it's something I need to go out and get, you know, if it's something that I don't have. So just skirts, that in itself renders so many different questions. Then are they all the same size? Are these for different people? You know, when will you have the measurements? If it's for more than one person, you know, or is each skirt a different print, a different fabric? Like, is it for the same person, but just, you know, different size lengths, you know, different things like that. So it's like so many questions I have to ask, you know, and what is it? Is it for a special event? What's the event? What's the date of the event? Right. You know, is there a deadline? There are so many questions. Or do you want to, you know, be in my skirt of the month club that I'm starting up? But you just want to sign up for that and get a skirt every month? Or you want all these skirts right now? Absolutely. You know, all those questions have to be asked just off of that one statement and then that what their response is then going to generate a new set of questions mm -hmm. you know and for me to to know what i'm doing i have to listen i have to take notes as they're speaking because i'm not going to remember everything from every customer right. you know no matter who they are it could be my own mother my sister cousin 
remember every detail of the specifics of what they need to resolve their issues. Mm -hmm. So I have to take notes. I have to make sure that I already have, you know, some sample questions already set up that I know if I get this type of client, what, you know, some kind of format, you know, so those are the types of things that I would, you know, ask and it's necessary. Otherwise I could just send them skirts and they don't, they won't fit. You know, you know what I mean? Right. It might not be what they want. They might want to go to a formal event and I make them a whole bunch of skirts to make the right. beach, to the beach. Mm -hmm. Right. And you hit right on that. Like there's so many different things that go into it to where I would not off the bat just tell you exactly what I do and what I can provide to you. You know, I have, there's a series of questions. Okay. Um, there's a series. Uh oh. Can you hear me now? Mm -hmm. Okay, sorry about that. There's a series of questions that have to go into place before you can just start pouring out exactly what it is that you do. For me, I would ask, you know, when are you planning on moving? What is your motivation for moving? How's your family? What does your family look like? You know, what kind of neighborhood are you looking for? I ask so many questions before I even get into what it is that I do or what Does that makes sense. Mm -hmm. They could be buying a house because they need to now take care of a, a sick family member, you know, so they need to relocate. They, they might want, you know, a tefita or uh, with a mother-in-law suite or something like that, you mm -hmm. know, so that, that makes sense because if they're not able to tell you exactly what they need and you listen, you're just going to be blurting out and having them look at houses, wasting your time and your time and their time looking at stuff that doesn't fit what they need and then they get frustrated and they might find another realtor and then i'm not really able to effectively show them so they can truly understand my value if i don't understand what their need is exactly. it could be that right. you have to you're, you're starting another job in a different city or state and you have to be there in the next 30 45 days well if i right. haven't done that if i haven't asked you those questions i don't want you out searching for home for months why would I put you into a home that I know that it's a 60 day set, 90 day escrow process, you know? So even though escrow process normally not that long, but tend, they tend to have some that can go that long, depending on what property you really decide to select on and what that other seller's needs are on that property. Or even when it comes to being a business um, strategist and a motivational coach, I have to understand where are you at in your mindset, in your business right now? And that's really how this whole group came together. This is how Sister to Sister Coalition came about, is for me to create a platform to understand more about you, to be able to see what type of need or problem do you have and what type of benefits can I pour into you to help you get to the next stages in your business. So that's why it's really, really important to build that relationship with your clients. So let's go in into having the conversation. We kind of went over that. Ask situations or situational or problem questions. Your ideal client might have done research and they're not sure if they're ready to purchase. They know they want to purchase, but have done research and not ready to buy or use their service or they're not really your ideal client and they don't even know what it is that you're talking about. And I've, I've had several, I can 
each one of these points here I can touch on. I've had an ideal client that may have done research, but aren't sure if they're ready to purchase, which means, you know, I've looked on Zillow and I, there's a lot of houses, that, but I don't know if I really can. I'm not too sure here. There's certain things and that's an opportunity for me now to ask more questions to have that conversation and start figuring out, okay, well, what is the situation? What's the problem right now? Is it credit? Is it income? Is it savings? Is it, you know, you're not too sure what location you want to go to? Like, what is that? Or they want, they know what they want. They've done the research and they're ready to purchase. I've had some of those too. Like I'm ready to go right now. I got to be gone in the next 30 days. We done already looked over here. Everything's ready together. Send me that. Okay. That's when I know, okay, you're or those ones that aren't really your ideal client. They don't even know what they, what you're talking about. You know, I've had mm -hmm. those two that, why are you even asking me? Or, you know, I don't even, I'm not ready to do this. Or, you know, I wasn't even thinking about that. So it's, it's important to have that ideal client build that relationship, start asking, and, and then get into having that conversation, asking those situational or problem questions. And Candy, I know you kind of already touched on this, of the things that you do and that you go through to get those questions answered, to make sure that you can be prepared, or even if you're the right designer, stylist for them. Exactly. Like you said, if they want to work with a material that I just don't feel comfortable working with, then I can, you know, offer them someone else or just, you know, explain that I don't work with that material. That's not something I'm comfortable with at this time or whatever it is, or I can't secure that amount at this time at, within your budget. Because just like you, you know, you're dealing in homes, you, they have to have a budget. Well, when you're just dealing with custom wear, they have to have a budget. You know, it depends. Like if you want a custom dress, that might start off $300, you know? just to look at you and take your measurements and even think about making a dress. Then you have to add in all the different details that you want, you know, just like you customize your house. Well, I need this many bedrooms and I want granite tape marble tops or I want, you know, all these different things. It's the same thing with building a garment. Okay, you have your base price, you have the, the customer's budget, and if I can't fit in that budget, then I'm just not the designer for you. And I will let you know that. Right. And that's true, especially when it comes to pricing, you know, if, if the client doesn't fit within your pricing, you don't, you don't, you don't ever de decrease your price just to get a client. That just means it's not that I do you. I'm not the right stylist for. I'm not the right designer for you. I've had because that. Because then you are devaluing yourself and your services when you lower your price. They're not really exactly. understanding your value. Exactly. When you decrease your price, you don't understand your value. When you mm -hmm. decrease your price. When in reality is that they really aren't my ideal client. You're looking for, for me, I, when I have conversations with sellers that at, let me know like, hey, I'm only going to list at this percentage and no more. Okay, well, I'm not the right agent. I'm not the right agent for you. There are, there are agents out here that will just do any and everything just to get a sale. And I'm not that person. I, I, this is the value that I bring. And that's why I, the price doesn't move. The percentage doesn't move. So you're, you're absolutely right. But that's a part having that question or having those, that conversation and asking those situational or problem questions to know if they 
not sure if they're ready and you just need to give them more information you got to go talk to them a little bit more or we know that you hot and you ready to go so hey let me let's get going or hey you know maybe i'm not the right one for you so that that's a lot that has to go into that um with having that conversation now let's talk about benefits turning those problems into positives so I found out who my ideal client was. I started to build that relationship with them. Now we're having that conversation. And now I'm gonna go into talking about the benefits and turning your problems into positives. So you wanna build up the problems, the negative stuff and how it's affecting them. So you go in and you, Candy, you, I'll give you an opportunity to talk about how you go in to build those things up. And I know I will start with all of the negative stuff. I will start with, um, especially with my sellers how how are you qualifying your buyers how are you facilitate uh, facilitating showings how's your marketing looking like you know i want to hear all the negative stuff i want to hear i want to build up and let them know how horrible it is going it's affecting the sale of their home or if it's going into you know um coaching how you not doing it, the problems that you're having right now, how you're not getting your message out and how it's affecting your potential audience, how your audience is losing out on hearing from you. You're affecting them because you're not getting the content out and you're not doing certain things to get your business up and going. It's, it's affecting your ideal client as well. And then I wanna go in and talk about the features and never talk about the benefits. I always talk features, tell benefits sale i talk about the features and all the features about my my services i remember going working for a corporation i never went in and told them you know i think you should just get a checking account a savings account open up a cd and apply for a loan <laughs> i will talk about you need to have a system in place that's going to be able to manage your finances you need to have something a way that will allow you to store money away in case of a rainy day. You need to have something in place that will allow you to consolidate all of these monthly payments into one and over time save you money by decreasing the interest rate. Those are the features of the product. And then the benefits, of course, sell. You save money, you have a savings account for a rainy day, and you have something in line to keep track of your spending habits. The needs payoff is the positive stuff. If you had, if you had this, if now, if you had the checking account, we're going to be able to manage your transactions. If you could put $100 away a month, it's going to be able to help you toward a rainy day. If I set up this personal loan, it's going to help you consolidate all your bills into one monthly payment and decrease your, um, your your uh your monthly bills and how is this going to benefit your family and what do you see yourself in the future by be able being able to do this so that's that needs payoff turning i mean you build up all of the negative things all you and you would know all the negative things by have building that relationship and having a conversation with them you'll know all the negative stuff and you get to build up all of that negative stuff and tell them how it's affecting them. I haven't once told you about the products that did sell yet. I'm going into finding my ideal client, making sure I'm, I'm reaching my ideal clients first. I'm talking about building a relationship with them. 
Now we're going to having a conversation and I'm going to talk to you about all these problems that you got and how it's affecting you. And then I'm going to go into the needs payoff and I'm going to talk about all the positive things that if you did X, Y, and Z, this is what it looks like. So that's a, one of the real key things into sales. I mean, a lot of, like I mentioned in the beginning, a lot of people just want to go in and just throw your product, their product or their service. You have no idea who you're talking to. You have no idea if that's even a potential client for, you have no form of relationship with them. You've built no form of communication at all. You don't know what their problem is. So why would I buy? Why would I use your service? So let's go into the next one, which is closing the sale. Now I've done all of this and I've built up the problems. I've talked about all the positive stuff. Now I'm going to go into now I'm closing the sale. I'm going to talk to you about what my solutions does, the benefits of using me and how it's going to help you and what is already, what my services or product has already done in the past and how I'm confident that this is going to work. But can you kind of explain that little closing situation? How do you, how do you go into closing that sale using those four key things? Like what my solution does, my benefits, how it's going to help your potential client or your ideal client, what you have, what your services have already done in the past from other clients and how you're confident that you're the right designer. Well, basically, like you said, first, you know, we have that, we present obviously our solution, what we have, but we, have that conversation once we listen to them then we know the features of what we offer and then I can say okay well this is great you know you want these skirts for you know your praise team or your choir and you know I have you know a way and a means to solve that you're going to go somewhere else you might find the same color but it might have been a different batch so they're actually two different colors even though they say they're the same color when you order them online or they might not have everybody's size you might have some plus size women, you might have some petite women, you might have short women, tall women. So I just go into all the features that I can customize this, you know, for each person and they'll all match what you're looking for. It'll be uniform and then you're getting it all from one place and then I'll let them know also, you know, if they get it, it doesn't fit. I do offer, you know, they get a one-time fitting that's included with their custom. You know, and so I lay all of that on the line and I reiterate a lot of what they've already said. And I reiterate the fact that it is within their budget. You know, I reiterate that. And you, this is, you know, your budget. We can get you either just under your budget or exactly on it. You, you know, you were, did your research. You knew how much this should cost and this is how much it's costing. You know, so I reassure them that they know what they want on top of the fact that I know what they want also and that I can fulfill that. Then I go into, okay, well, I've done this before, or, you know, although I haven't done, you know, 50 skirts, I've done 20. And it wasn't a problem. Um, some of the people were out of state. It wasn't a problem. I went ahead and I told them how to do their measurements. They got the, their, their skirts, tried them on, everything fit great. You know, so you use that. Use your client um, testimonials, you know, quote your client, client, make sure you have those same testimonials also on your website so they can see, okay, this is a real person or on your Facebook page. So I would go into that and then I would just seal the deal and say, you know, when would you like me to start, you know, would you like me to start, you know, right now? Do you, you know, want to wait a week? Do you want to think about it? 
And if they do say that they want to think about it, it's okay because I'm going to submit to them. I'm going to email them the contract. I'm going to email them the picture of the fabric that they've selected, you know, all of those things. And trust me, once they see the fabric, that's the, that's the closer right there. Because once they tell me what they're looking for, I send them, I, I'm good with sending about five options. Mm-hmm. And there's always in that five, one that just steals their heart. They're like, I want that one, that one. And sometimes it's the one that has the least amount of what they said they were looking for, you know? But when they see it, they're like, okay, that's what I want. And a lot of times when you send them all of that information, you email them all of that and what you talked about, and they start looking over it, then they can review and it solidifies in their mind that, yes, this person listened to me, and this really does solve my problem. I really don't need to look anywhere else. I don't want to look anywhere else when it's all right here. Right. Absolutely. And like I said, it touches on those things that we mentioned about having that conversation. You have some that have done their research and not sure if they're ready to purchase, and you got those ones that have done their research, they know they're ready to buy, and then you have those ones to where you that don't, that's not your ideal client. But by you closing the, going into closing the sale and talking about what your solution does and how it's going to help and how it's helped your past clients and how you're confident in that, and then having those tools in place, which we're going to go into not in just a second, those tools in place to talk about your past testimonials or have that website to redirect them to like, go check out my website and look at my designs and look at my testimonials and look at some of the past events and things that I've, I've designed for. That's getting that person that is in that stage of, I've done my research, but I'm not sure yet. I'm not sure if you're it or, you know, if you can give, deliver what it is that I'm looking for. And having those things in place, you're closing the sale. You're not saying, oh, okay, you're not ready yet. Okay, well then, thank you. I'll probably call you later then. I'll call you next month. You're like, "Uh uh-uh. No, uh uh-uh. You send them. You send Mm -hmm. them the information. Right. Well, there's a reason why I know you're my ideal client because I set it up that way. We started to build a relationship. I've asked you all those situational problem questions and and I'm closing the sale now. I'm telling you what it is that, what my solution does how I'm going to help you, what my past, and not here, take a look at it. Where, 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 where are we signing at? When do I need to send you the contract? Mm-hmm. So having those things in place and you, you touched on the right, right things, which is moving on into the next thing, which is that marketing and innovating. You have to provide tools to enable more customer value. You have to build up your audience to take action, which is attract, connect, and convert know who my ideal client is. I connect with them. Now I'm converting you. I'm converting you through my testimonials. I'm collect, converting you through my website. I'm collect, connecting you or converting you through my past uh, events and things that I've done in the past and how I know I'm the man or the woman for the job. I know you asking for 50 skirts or you're asking for me to do this for, you know, whatever, a 50 bridal party, a wedding party, whatever. And I've done a hundred wedding party, you know? So I know that I'm confident I'm the person for the job. So attracting, how does your, your, how your ideal client is going to perceive your brand and how can they be a value? How can you be a value to them? So now we're talking about attracting them. And you mentioned, like I mentioned my website, client testimonials, which are key. That website is key to have those things in there, but also blog posts. 
talking about different things about what you do in your your profession writing about those problem solved problems and the things that you solved writing about trendy things things that about that nature having those attracting your clients doing facebook lives having a facebook business page doing videos on instagram you're attracting your ideal client to you i know for me um and i'm and i know we um a lot of the sisters um that will listen to this on the replay uh we have our power and productivity hour every wednesday at three, and i cannot stress how important that one hour has been beneficial in my business every week and candy is my accountability partner which we we put up a post today um talking about if you don't have an accountability partner you need to get one because when we jump on that power power and productivity hour it's like okay what are you working on what am i working on okay boom 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 tell me what it is throw some stuff at me let me throw some stuff at you let's see how exactly. this sound now let's get to work exactly now let's get to work and that's that's it. You need that person to say, okay, cool, chit chat for a couple minutes. Okay, now you working on this? Okay, then get to it. What's the first thing you need to do to get this done? All of that is important. So you need that person. You need that person that's separate from your, your family, your everyday in and out. You need someone who's on the outside that can say, okay, let me help you focus because that's the most important. Absolutely. And like you mentioned, it's is helping you put those um provide products and tools that's going to able to enable you to create more customer value to your clients to attract more clients so if i'm having um if i'm a little intimidated by doing live videos so i'm going to use my accountability partner i'm going to role play with her and i'm going to talk about these different things or have her look over my videos and stuff like that and let me know if i'm going to write some type of blog post or facebook post or whatever i'm going to have you proofread it look over how does this sound if i'm going to do website you know what what's missing from that what's so all of these things are beneficial because it's how your client is going to perceive your brand and how you're going to be a value to them exactly the next exactly. is connecting your ideal client is looking to connect with your business how can you connect with your audience mailing them something email marketing phone consultations like i mentioned facebook live ig live and pretty much just make the sale which you, you went over with on closing the sale like you tell i'm gonna direct them over to my website go look at my website i'm gonna send you over some past testimonials that my some of my clients have sent me for what you're actually asking for and that i've actually done on there and go ahead and take a look at that so we can get this sale signed or get this contract signed or you're not quite ready yet well let me add you to my email marketing list or let me set up for a future consultation for you or how about you follow my business page my ig page my facebook live page a facebook business page so you can check out some of the facebook live videos and blog posts and blah 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 and things content that i put up on there and so you can stay connected with me until you're ready mm-hmm and that's the key they might not be ready at that time, but that doesn't mean they won't be ready in the future because they came seeking because they know even if they don't want it now, they're going to want it. It's in there. So they're going to want it. They might not, okay, you might not be what I want for this particular project, this particular event, or I'm not ready to buy a house at this particular time. But 
in the next year, I'm looking to buy a house. Or in the next six months, I know I'm about to have a baby shower and I want a custom dress for my baby shower. Or, you know, I have this going on or my daughter has prom or whatever it is. They know. So they're doing kind of research now and it's okay. Send them the sample contract. Let them see what it's going to look like because Mm -hmm. they're going to go back to you because what happens is Sometimes people get so involved in those events, those those things, then all of a sudden they don't have time to do the research. And so who's the first person they're going to think about? Oh, my goodness. I need to call Candy. Or something happens in the family. They need to buy a house ASAP. They're living in a two, three-bedroom house. They now need a five-bedroom or a four-bedroom to accommodate. Oh, my goodness. You know what? I remember Kim. Let me talk to Kim. You know? And that's the thing. Plant those seeds. Water them through all those avenues, like you said, your blog, your Facebook, your Instagram. You're watering those seeds that you planted and your email marketing, all of that stuff, so that it can grow. And when it's time, they're going to come to you and you're going to be the first one they think of or the only one they think of. Absolutely. And I know for my business, uh, my industry, I reach out to my database at least once a quarter and I call them. How's everything going? What's, you know, how's the family doing? Blah, blah, blah. And they let me know. I love seeing your emails come through all the time. Or if I have a client that's not ready to buy right now, they told me give them three, six months. They will let me know. I see your emails coming through all the time of telling me what new listings have hit the market or what changes have happened all the time. Or if I'm doing a Facebook live or a Facebook video that I posted up, I have clients that te- message me and say, I watched your video. You said something that I'm interested in. Let's connect. When can I connect with you? Staying in front of your client so they understand their about your value. And the only thing you're doing is pushing out your value, what you're do, what you can provide your clients, past clients. I mail them stuff. Whether it was once a month, once a quarter, you're getting something in the mail from me, a postcard, some form of gift. And that's just to keep me on the top of your mind when you are ready to make the next step. You're not going to say, I need to look for a realtor. You're going to say, you know what, Kim, send me stuff every month on an email. Every month I'm getting something in the mail from her. She calling me once a month. I follow her on Facebook. I see her posting all these videos. Why would I want to call somebody else? I have a realtor right here that's got all of the tools that I need. Exactly. And I hear that all the time. And that's what pushes me to continue to keep moving, keep going, keep going, keep going. Even when it comes to this um, phenomenal, amazing um, uh, organization, Sister to Sister Coalition, we, I, we have ladies in the group that I would never see maybe um, engage in content, but they will every now and then message me and say, I see your posts come through every day, and it's what keeps me going. And I promise you, I'm going to start engaging soon. I just need to do this, this, and this. Hey, as long as you told me you've seen it and you love it and you, 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 you see me and you're ready, you know you'll be ready or you're ready soon, that's all I need. That's all I need to know that to keep, but you're coming to me. You're telling mm-hmm. me I see you and I know that when I'm, when I'm ready to make that next step, you're it because I've communicated that value and I'm connecting to you. Now, uh, convert. How am I going to convert you? I'm going to convert you in either a program, 
I'm going to convert you in a service, a product, or a membership. I know that you mentioned that you have a membership that you're going to get going. I know I have a membership that I'm working on, my Forever Fans Club, um, that will just keep you up to um, lots of little different things that you get to get with being a part of Forever Fans Club. And that's for all my past clients that I've done business with. Um, but I have things like um, Neighborhood Watch, Neighborhood News that I assigned you onto the subscription. That way you can see just what's going on with the market trends and things of that, that nature. I have programs for the Sister to Sister Coalition that we do to kind of keep you up to date, engage on how to not only start your business, the foundation, but to build, grow, and expand your business, not only in the foundation, but also in marketing and getting yourself visible to your audience and the services that I provide and what type of products those are. So can you kind of just go over what are some of the products or services or programs, or I know you mentioned a little bit and memberships that you have going on for you to convert your clients. Well, like you said, um, you're starting the forever fans club membership. I'm starting something similar for um, my customers, my repeat customers, you know, like a customer appreciation. Mm -hmm. So I have that. Um, you mentioned a blog. I'm actually going to be starting a blog in the next couple months. So I will have that. And like you said, talk about trends in the fashion industry. Um, talk about garment care. A lot of people don't know how to even take care of their garments, whether they purchase them for me or not. I'm one of those people that believes in taking care of your garments so that they last, especially if it's something that you like or you spend a pretty penny on, <laughs> you know, and talk about, you know, things that have to do with fashion, your accessories, your shoes, your belts, you know, all those different things. Um, and obviously my new products, I want to do a product launch. I'm going to start doing a product launch monthly. Then I'm going to start a, a third of the month club. So that's a subscription service that I'm also going to be offering. Um, so you touched on a lot of those different things. And then, you know, I am starting to do uh, custom formal wear. So my daughter is going to be, you know, the model for me for that because she is a senior this year. So I'm actually already have the fabric. I'm going to do three different prom dresses for her. I'm going to do like a really, you know, big formal one, you know, that a lot of these young ladies like to wear nowadays. She doesn't, but I'm going to do one for her. And then I'm going to do the one where she can change. And then when she's done wearing that one, she can change. It'll still be a prom dress, but she can dance and groove in it because she likes to get her groove on, right? Um, and then for her for her graduation, you know, people like graduation outfits, she wants a power suit. So I already have two designs in mind. She's going to get a choice of which power suit she wants. So just different things like that. So I'll post about that. That'll be part of my blog, you know, watching her ideas come to fruition and how I can tailor what she likes and still include a little piece of me. You know what I mean? Because I have to listen to her. She's client, and she doesn't dress like I dress, even though she's my daughter. And I have to listen to her, and I can say this is what she said she wanted. I put my little spin on it, and this is what came too. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I can even send that out in some of my email marketing. You know, this is what we now have available, new style check this out. There's a new style trend for, you know, seniors graduating and college students and things like that. Mm -hmm. So there's so many different ways that you can put yourself in front of the, the, the client. And just like you said, you could do a Facebook live. I'm going to actually start doing Facebook lives. I'm going to use that for my product launches. So the people who are on the Facebook live, for one, they will get a um, 24 hours to where they can order it Mm -hmm. If I'm only taking so many customers for a particular item or if I have it's a 
pre-made item, if I only have those many on hand, you have up to 24 hours. So even if you're not on the live, if you watch it within that 24 and contact me, then you are guaranteed your slot or your item. You mm -hmm. see what I mean? So there are all these different aspects. That's what I'm going to start doing. And then you mentioned going on IG, even doing like an IG um, video. I know people put videos on IG. I might start putting videos where I'm sewing. You know, it might just be a couple minutes. You can see what I'm working on. You mm -hmm. can see something like, oh, she's working on that for this person. Because a lot of my clients, they do custom things. And then, you know, I get so caught up, I forget to take the pictures. You know, <laughs> so right. if, I'm, if I'm showing you while I'm sewing, then I'll remember, oh, I also need to take this picture. Let me get a picture of this item really quick before I get it off the press, you know. Yeah. So all those different things, there's so many different ways that you can do that. So, and don't restrict your thinking and always be on the lookout. See what other people are doing. Look at other successful people that are making the sales yeah. and, and take what they're doing and see how you can make it fit your business. I mean, I haven't seen anybody really do um, a Facebook live with clothing. I saw one person who was selling clothes out of their closet do it. Yeah. But um, most of the time I see like the paparazzi jewelry sisters that we have in our, our business. And, and I love it the way that they do it. And so I'm modeling my Facebook live after them because I see the ones that are selling. I see the ones that are successful. And so it's okay to do that. I mean, that's why you're here. You need to do that research for yourself. And, and get out of your comfort zone. You really have to just get out of your comfort zone. That is like the number one sales strategy is to push yourself out of your comfort zone. Because if you constantly stay within your comfort zone, you will not grow. Mm -hmm. There will be no growth. Just like when you exercise, you have to push yourself harder and further to grow your muscles, to grow your stamina, to build up your heart muscles. You know, yeah. it's the same thing with your business. Absolutely. And I mean, you hit on a bunch of key things. I do know with Sister to Sister Coalition, it's going on. We're going to transition into a membership, to a paid monthly membership, because I don't see as many or the, the, the people that I do follow that also have um, groups as organizations designed like ours, uh, they're paid. I pay into other groups that I connect with that I'm looking to help grow and I'm paying. So, and that's, but I realized, Hey, the content that I'm putting out and how I'm tweaking and taking different things and making it my own and, and adding more to it. Why wouldn't I turn it into a paid membership? The programs that I put out, like we just completed our home virtual home buyer seminar. Let's face it with the time that we're in right now, we have to go digitally. We have to go virtually. There is no nothing no to get comfortable in front of the camera because this is the time that we're in and who knows if it's going to go back to normal. I'm, I don't believe that it's ever going to go back this, to normal. This is our new normal. This is our new norm. So, A lot of the public schools are even offering either you can have your child in class or you can do virtual. Right. I and, mean, that's what it is. That's just what it is. So I'm gravitating to that and, and taking, that's why we have the membership clubs. That's why we have the virtual home buyer seminar. There's a lot of different little things that I have underneath my sleeve for my business. And I'm so super duper excited to get those things launched and going, but it's also watching others, the ladies in our group who do the paparazzi jewelry and how confident and, um, and creative they are in front of the camera. 
and and they're just not they're just selling jewelry they're doing all kind of different things throughout those facebook lives to keep you engaged and i'm like yeah i'm gonna i, I got something that i can do that, that can go in to doing that to help convert and they're making money on those facebook lives so why can't i why can't i convert over and do something this way to actually get a new lead, a strong lead and get, you know, to find my ideal client and to talk about my programs, to talk about my services. And you don't realize that these things here that you use to convert your clients, the program, the service, the products or the membership, those things kind of all trickle back into your content that you're putting out on face, your social medias anyway. Exactly. It's <laughs> all about what they see digitally. <clears throat> full circle, like a full circle. Let's just be honest. Years ago, if this were like even 20, let's just go back 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. People were paying for ads on the radio station. They were trying to figure out how they could pay for an ad, you know, on their local television station. All these things, newspapers, how they could be even in the, uh, the mailers that people get, the junk mail now. People were paying for all of these things, right? Now, you can jump on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, LinkedIn, Pinterest, mm -hmm. all these things for free. That is free advertisement. Then you have Facebook Live. That is your own like television show and IGTV. You can make a long video on IGTV and that is free. And let's not even forget about YouTube, okay? Oh my God. YouTube, <laughs> YouTube University, okay? Yeah. YouTube and Google, right? YouTube, YouTube. That is free. <laughs> okay. You don't know much how much stuff that I've learned from YouTube and just being able to now get to a place to where I'm going to start transitioning myself into YouTube. But those, my YouTube is going into the things that, again, the content on how I'm staying, promoting my value to my clients and sending the, that's a, an item I can use now to email my clients to exactly. follow my YouTube channel. You had a question about this, that this was a problem that you had. I just posted a video on YouTube in depth about this. Go check it out and send mm -hmm. it to your database. You're staying in front of them. You're communicating your value to them. Isn't it crazy how all of this just works together? And it's free. And it's free, majority Can of. Can I just say it again? That's free. <laughs> People Absolutely. used to have to pay for all this stuff. Absolutely. People would have to pay 30, 30 second commercial. Do you know how much they had to pay? We could keep people on the Facebook Live for 30, 40. I know I've been on paparazzi for hours, four and a half hours. Okay, right. two and a half hours, and they got me. They got my money. So now I have jewelry to showcase with my outfits and my scarves and all these different yeah. things and that's what I'm saying like people need to get comfortable in themselves they need to get comfortable in their value they need to understand that everyone is not your ideal client but when you have your ideal client and you know who that is that's when your success really starts to come to fruition that's, that's when your business starts to grow when you know who your ideal client is, and it's okay. Just like if somebody came to me and they're like, well, I need a dress made for $100. Sweetie, I'm sorry. I can tell you right now, 
then you are not my ideal client because if you want to dress, I already know my materials are gonna cost that or more. Right. I'm not that's I'm not the so, one for you. I'm not the one. I'm sorry. You can go to Forever Twenty One or Charlotte Ruth or somebody else, but that is not me. Right. You know, I'm not the person. You mm-hmm. want custom and the materials that are used, I'm not, you know, I know I'm not the person for you. So Absolutely. and it's okay. And I'm not gonna sit here and be like, okay, I can make how can I make you a dress for a hundred dollars when I know I'm spending more than that on just the materials? I'm not gonna you know, you know, I'm not gonna pay you to wear my stuff. Again, you know your value from your work, your past clients, your testimony. So you wouldn't even do it. You wouldn't even consider it. You would no. and I've told tell all clients I'm not the one for you. It, I'm just not it. And it's okay. It's okay. Because you're not I mean, my ideal client. Exactly. I don't want to waste your time. I don't want to waste my time. I want to be able to pour into you what my value is. I want to connect with you. I want to build a relationship with you. I want to be your problem solver. And exactly. If I can't do that, or then you're not my ideal client. And that's exactly. okay. So, and I'm, I'm so happy that we got there because this is our, um, our final slide before we end the conversation is things you shouldn't do with, with your sales strategy. One of the things you shouldn't do is present an offer once, no one buys, and then give up. Mm-hmm. You, did you know you need to present an opportunity a minimum of seven times before people do something? Mm-hmm. Why it's important to have those, provide those tools in place. Because you have to show yourself a minimum of seven times before someone actually says, okay. And another thing is to create something and forget about it. Like to create a YouTube video and don't post it. Please don't do that. <laughs> now, I, I know I have been guilty of that. I will create a, a post for Instagram or Facebook and then I don't post it. That is the worst thing. Cause then when I go back and look at it, I'm like, oh, that was so good. Why did I do that? Still go on. I have, and I'm guilty of that too. I have a full blown YouTube video that's created that I have not posted. And I probably did that three months ago. And I still haven't posted. I did it on one of our power of productivity hours. You, you guys. <laughs> yes, I remember. I was, I have not posted it. But you know, I have not posted it because there was, a, I'm, and I'm glad that I'm, this group is here because it's teaching me to not be a perfectionist. Yes. And, you know, to just get the content out. And now that I've gotten to that place, that's still content. That's still going on the YouTube channel. They don't know that I did it three months ago. Exactly. Done. And it's good. And I'm getting it on there. And I know, now that I realize, you know, don't, don't present something once or just something, just because something didn't happen the first time, then I just give up or I create and forget about. What you can do is make tweaks to your stuff in different seasons. Exactly. What didn't work in the summer for you may work in the winter for you. Or depending on the time frame of what's going on, like I said, right now we're in the, in the uh, uh, situation to where everything is virtually now. So I'm changing with the seasons. Just because I may have done door knocking and open houses and that's what helped me with my soul. Then I can't do that now. So I have to convert now on what's going on right now in our current times. And then also create different funnels and split tests to see what works. And split tests is different variations of what you've done. 
Mm-hmm. So different, like you said, the IG live, the Facebook live, the blogs, the website. I'm seeing and the different content topics that I'm talking about, different design patterns and stuff. And I'm so happy, like you said, you're doing that pattern launch, that that um product lot launch because you're just trying to see let me see what works let me see what works don't think that it's gonna work the first time you put it out and they're like oh nobody bought it so um maybe i'm just not the best so i'm just gonna stop no you have <laughs> to keep doing it <laughs> mm-hmm. you know some some of these people i know some of these people have done something and like you said seven times it took sometimes seven months to a year before people start but then i noticed once they hooked and they got those people it just the ball just keeps rolling Mm -hmm. and it just keeps rolling and their business keeps growing and I mean I've seen it several times I've watched so many different business owners over the past five years and I see them flourishing now like some of them started off working two three jobs and started with their business and now they only have their business Mm -hmm. and they're making you know six figures I think that's wonderful I'm so happy for them you know but it didn't all happen overnight. And I've seen them do the same thing over and over and over and over until it hit. Because sometimes it's not that you're doing something wrong. It's just, it's not the season. It's not the time. Your clients aren't seeing it. Your ideal clients aren't seeing it. Don't let that discourage you. If you're getting the wrong clients, just keep going. Your ideal client is there. Your ideal client will find you. Just keep putting yourself out there because sometimes those wrong clients will direct you and refer your ideal clients to you. Right. And I've done some tweaks and things too. I've done a lot of tweaks when it comes to my marketing content and the things that I put out. And now I see from the engagement what works. Okay. And I'm learning that from the relationships and the conversations I'm having with my current clients and how, you know, they may all have the same issue or the same problem, or I see more of this. So I'm like, okay, now I'm going to turn this into some content that I'm going to post on social media and I'm getting engagement out of that. Or, and so it's just kind of, like I said, making those tweaks and things to it. Don't give up because you tried something one time and it didn't work. And now it's like, okay, I'm done. You just need to go back and make some tweaks to it. Find out that one thing that did work and, and, and gravitate to that and build on that. So again, you know, I would, I would advise you that if you're, if you're a female entrepreneur and you're looking to become a, part, a member of the Sister to Sister Coalition, right now is the time to do so while the membership is free. It is on our Facebook page, Sister to Sister Coalition. Uh, we will have an IG page kind of soon, and we will be moving a lot of content to YouTube on our paid membership. So you won't be able to get this information just type it on YouTube. See, we'll be able to post up little things, but um, not a, a whole bunch in depth. If you're catching this on the replay again, go to our Facebook page. If you have some questions or anything, or you're looking for accountability partner or different strategies and ways to try to increase your sales strategies, hit us up. This is what we're here for. But I do advise you to do it, get it while the getting is good, because in the moment, this will be a paid membership. And um, But as you can see, it's going to be worth every penny of it. Again, Candy, thank you for joining me on this Candy Conversation. It was such a great conversation. I hope you learned a lot from this. I know I did. Um, yeah. So again, thank you for joining us on. And until the next Candy Conversation, we'll talk to y'all soon. Bye.